This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. John, will you replay that lick for us? John. Live replay. Live. I mean. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I look some stuff up on Wikipedia, watch some YouTube about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. David Gerondale. How are you, David Gerondale? I'm doing well, Dexter Sorensen. Yeah, me too. I'm doing well. Cool. We just did I was a pa- just about to ask you. We just did a, we just did a Patreon-only episode where we talked about uh, how I got ahead at work. You're going to um, talk about that in a non-Patreon episode? Yeah, about that. I mean, that's about it. Anyway, uh, we it's but we have a regular episode. Yeah. So what is it? What are we going to learn about? Deja, what am I going to learn about? Deja vu. Deja vu. Deja okay, this vu. is very personal for you. <laughs> yeah. Because you have an unusual experience with this. I do. I, uh, Oliver Sacks would have loved you. I know. If I would have known him at the time. Or ever. Or he's <laughs> I know. Deceased. He's dead now. God yeah, it would have been so it. great. Like that guy was—he's so fucking brilliant. I could love it. Oliver Sacks had to. Uh, I'll don't pay know for what you I'll, mean if you want to be a. I mean, like his face. Anything. Oh. Okay. A quote, an inspirational, like just anything that's inspired just by like, Oliver Sacks. I am face blind. <laughs> Oliver Sacks. <laughs> Oliver Sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was good at wrestling. Oh, Oliver was Sacks. he? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. So, uh, déjà vu is French for already seen, and it's an anomaly of memory when you feel like you've already experienced a situation when you really haven't. Like most of us have felt it. It's kind of unsettling. Like I think between sixty and seventy percent of people have felt déjà vu. Oh, that seems kind of low. But, yeah, that's kind of. But what also, I just like re- really quick, before I heard a we few other people far. say ninety percent of it, but the lower ones I and the most standard numbers I heard were sixty to seventy. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah, real quick before. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's one remarkable thing about English is that whenever it doesn't have a word to describe something, it just steals it from some other language. Yeah, exactly. Like so many of our language or our, our words are just borrowed and don't follow our grammar rules at all. Which yeah, are we just take it. Is a mess. But it means it's expressive. I love it. I love English. Anyway, yeah, sixty percent. That seems remarkably low. It does for what I consider to be just like a common neurological fluke that just happens sometimes. yeah um people don't experience it until they're at least eight or nine years old interesting yeah but yeah neurological development takes mm-hmm. time so and um it's most common between the ages of 15 and 25 okay and that's so when that i was falls going into through your experience yeah. yeah um my experience was that i was <laughs> that like for about a month and a half i had like kind of a constant feeling of deja vu like where no matter what I was doing, I felt like I had done it before, 
and it was kind of upsetting. Yeah, that must and have been disorienting. It was disorienting as shit. Like, no matter what I was doing, and I was doing some repetitive shit, like driving to school every morning. Right, but that's and, different. Like, but we do no. mundane, repetitive and every things thought every I had, day. I felt like I had thought that before. Uh, yeah, it that was, would be unsettling. It was, I didn't like it. No, no, that wouldn't be a, I mean, that's just not the way you're meant to function, so that wouldn't be, and of course, deja vu is a feeling. It's not actually any sign yeah. of premonition or anything no, no, no. pseudo-scientific like that or magical, whatever. It is merely a, is a neurological quirk. Yep. It's not meant There's to There's tons happen. of different theories that we'll get into. About why it happens, but there's no like scientific established. There's no consensus. There's no yeah, consensus. We haven't figured it out. Yeah. So um, there are two types of deja vu, though. There's the non-pathological type, and that's the common type we were talking about with sixty to seventy percent of people. And then there's pathological deja vu, and that's less, much less common. And in those cases, deja vu can occur more frequently or for a longer amount of time. So you had basically like what you might hope, call hope, acute um, yeah, pathological deja vu. Hopefully, I don't know if it, it could have been pathological, but pathological deja vu tends to happen to people who have brain damage in their temporal lobes. Well, so hopefully that wasn't what it. What had you been doing prior to that? <laughs> I don't know, drugs. Had you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I was Not like, that young. yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like seventeen before I even started smoking weed. Probably like seventeen when I started drinking too. Um, but yeah, the lobes on the side of your brain, if those get fucked up, that those people tend to have like extended bouts of deja vu. But for the most time, it's for the most part, it's fine. Yeah, I, large, I was gonna say you're kind of weird, but I think probably it was just like a kind of a quirk of your neurological development. Yeah, that's kind of what I think too. Like I'm not concerned about it. No. Um, a lot of the time, like you were talking about, when people think when people experience deja vu, they will like feel like they know what's gonna happen, like they have precognition or some shit. Yep. But that's obviously not supported by science. It's the same way people think that their cognition is sped up during like adrenaline yeah. um, inducing situations. That's not the case at all. It's just that you remember things more vividly. Mm -hmm. And so it seems as though your cognition was sped up at the time or yeah, you're like always time living. is moving slower, as people uh, often say. And it's especially easier to think it's of. It's just that you remember you more vividly. That, like you live retroactively in your memories. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you and you edit your memories as you relive them every single time. Yeah, and they're they're re-edited with the emotion you're you're experiencing when you relive them. Truth. So they become more extreme yep. every time you remember them. Essentially, um, deja vu is is like really hard to study though, because it happens randomly and for short amount of time. So it's like hard to study in a laboratory setting or anything like that. Yeah, that makes sense. You, it's if you can't induce it, how do you yeah. actually just like? It has been done, and we'll talk about like one specific study that I thought was the most meritorious. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. But when I say most meritorious, you know, I don't really like psychology studies anyway. Yeah. But I do kind of like this. But one. I applaud you for being. Thank this. you. I'm trying to be more open-minded. Yeah. Cool. Um. Anyway, there are over... some merits. It does. Uh, there are over 40 theories for why deja vu happens, like I said, and some are way more, way more crackpot than others. Yeah. And we won't sense. really talk Psychology much about... Psychology kind of lends itself yeah, to that. We won't talk much about the crackpot ones, 
But uh, some people like to think, or some people think it might be the result of spontaneous brain activity, like little small seizures where your brain is overloaded by a bunch of neurons all firing in sync. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like usually not a big deal. Like people experience minor epileptic events all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like like if you have a twitchy eye, like that's kind of a minor epileptic event. Or um, Michael from Vsauce on his Deja Vu video um, talked about uh, the hypnagogic jerk. And uh, that's okay. <laughs> the hypnagogic jerk. Um, that's when you're falling asleep and your muscles start to relax and then your brain like start one part of your brain starts to feel like you're falling and it sends a signal to the rest of your brain that like jerks you and makes you wake up. You know, I, okay. So I've heard a theory, an evolutionary theory for the root of that. And I don't totally buy it, but it is somewhat convincing okay. though. I think lacks evidence, um, that basically it is, derived from our tree-dwelling ancestors. And so that hypnagogic jerk comes from... Um, the fact that, like... The fact that when you're when you're starting to lose your sensory... Uh, outside sensory stimulation, because that's what happens. Yeah. As you start to fall asleep, your brain disconnects from most outside stimuli mm-hmm. so that when you do things well, in your Well, and your, your dreams, muscles relax, and you start to feel less supported. Exactly, exactly. And so um, the idea is that if you, were, if, if you felt like you were falling out of a tree, the ideal evolutionary response would be to quickly wake up and grasp onto something. That makes that makes a bit of sense to me. It that does. Makes a good amount. It of does. Sense. It's somewhat convincing, but it lacks evidence. Yeah. Um. Like there's another there's another bunch of theories that have to do with why deja vu happens, and they have to do with the fact that different parts of the brain process different things, some consciously and some unconsciously. Right. Yeah. And at like different times, <clears throat> for example, sight is processed in the occipital lobe in the back of your brain. But before information from your eyes get there and you become aware of what you've seen, it travels through different parts of the brain first. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Because it has to travel all the way yeah. from the optic nerve to the back of the brain, the occipital yeah. lobe. Not an ideal setup yeah. from a creationist <laughs> standpoint. Yeah. Like it goes through the amygdala first, and the amygdala plays a primary role in processing memory, decision making, and emotional responses. That's actually why we do double takes. Okay. Like yeah. if you've ever been like walking along and then you do a quick double take, the reason is is because your amygdala fired because it's not as good at processing detail. Yeah, but what exactly. it is really good it's at like is pre-processing unit. Yep, it's a pre-processing unit, exactly. It's what people used to call the reptilian brain, part of it. Yeah. Um we've had it for a long, long, long time. Um and yeah, that's why people do double so takes. Yeah, because before because you've you had an unconscious re- something. you've you've like had an unconscious response yep. already before you've cog- cognized what you're responding to. Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's another one called the unrecalled memory hypothesis, and that happens because you just like in theory it happens because you just don't remember that you have already experienced something similar. Yeah, I don't really buy that one to be honest. See, that's what I didn't I didn't really know either. But uh it's like whether it is in like real life or movie or other medias. 
And uh, that's actually the one that Anne Cleary, the one the study we're going to talk about, basically tackled. But this is what I mean. Like it's like yeah, I don't I don't buy, buy that one at all. Actually, to be honest, like when I have deja vu, it's so incredibly specific to the situation that I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's my brain misfiring and giving me the sensation. That yeah, I, see, the, that's I don't kind of how I feel. I feel it's like more likely, but that's harder to test. Yeah, that's certainly. much harder to but test. like because in the in her study you could just we'll talk about the study but basically she put her subjects in virtual reality and then showed them a series of areas in the virtual reality and then in a second step she showed them a bunch of different ones and some had spatially similar local locations and in the when she showed patients areas that were spatially similar, they reported deja vu at a much higher frequency. And and I think this is why Dexter doesn't take psychology seriously for the most part, or is trying harder to take it seriously sometimes, because that is a totally unscientific study and yeah, does right. not apply the scientific method correctly at all. But people talk about it like it does. And Which they is use it to prove really things. unfortunate, and that's yeah. and that is part of psychology. But honestly, it's like, like it's actually entering the modern era of neurology, and I think it's trying to find its footing in the era of neurology because there is. I still don't a dislike place. her as a scientist, though. I just like don't well, really that is like a where wholly she's... unscientific study. Um, with no control. No, whatsoever. she had controls. Did she? Yeah, she had controls. There is more stuff to it. There's like a lot more stuff to it, but I still, I don't know. Like, uh, so yeah, basically what she did is to test out the mem- unrecalled memory hypothesis. They did the whole VR shit. Um, they were put in a bunch of new scenes and some of those scenes resembled the scenes they had before, but then they found people are actually more likely to report feeling deja vu when they were in a setting that resembled a place they had been in previously, but didn't remember. If they didn't remember that they had been in a place that was the exact same, then they would report deja vu even more than when they were in a place that was spatially similar. Hmm. That hypothesis yeah, sounds exactly. too similar to me to it, what it actually feels like. Because that's kind of what it yeah. feels like, right? Like you're barely grasping at a memory that you don't quite have, right? Yeah. Like They did some even more stuff, but I don't know. I'm just not that's, that jazzed by that. That doesn't sound no. that convincing to me. No, but like there's no specific part of the brain that lights up when deja vu happens, and except for the cases of... Like people with brain injuries that experience Wait, really? prolonged deja vu. That is really interesting to me. Yeah. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. Except for like when people have the prolonged deja vu that's like the seizures that the have pathological deja pathological vu. Pathological deja vu. Okay. Um but yeah, that's pretty much what I got on deja vu. Uh you wanna talk about some other vus? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sekuvu and no, not Sekuvu. Okay, we only got three of them. Okay, they're the ones with the French names and the ones that I. Well, like. they're all French. Well, yeah, yeah, they're all French. I can't remember where I got that from, but somewhere I looked up all the different vus. Sepukuvu. No, that's <laughs> not one. <laughs> that's what you just said. I'm no, just kidding. Sekuvu. It's not. 
of Presque-Vu, or Almost Seen. And that's like tip of the tongue experiences. It's like what happens to me way more often than it should. <laughs> <laughs> I can never remember. Um, Wikipedia quote, we got to have at least one. Okay. Um, Presque-Vu is often associated with a frustrating, tantalizing sense of incompleteness or incompleteness or near completeness yeah yeah we've all had that experience yeah especially with names names oh my god and it's so frustrating because there's the pressure yep there's, oh my goodness i get made fun of a lot at work now <laughs> by a couple of people because because you can't for, i couldn't names. remember johnny cash's name for like 30 <laughs> seconds that's oh it and now i'm just like endlessly oh mocked for it i'm so glad i don't work there I would you would love it. You could just like throw me under the bus all the time. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, but did you just hear what Dexter said? <laughs> I would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dexter. <God. laughs> Poor Dexter. Uh, jamais vu. That's what means never seen. Never seen. See, I don't remember any of these really. Uh jamais vu, it's kind of the opposite of deja vu. That's where you momentarily feel like you don't recognize a word, person, or thing that you are already familiar with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I've definitely had that experience. Yeah. Also, you can kind of induce that. If you say the same word over and over and over and over and over and over again, eventually, when you say it to yourself, it sounds you can't remember its meaning quite and it Wait, sounds really? awkward. Yeah, yeah. I we don't have try the it I don't this. have the fortitude to do that. Yeah, we should try it after this. I'm not going to do it. Uh it works especially well with kind of like really mundane words like door. Like if you were to say door, 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 That's door. That's not door, a game I would play. You would kind of it would sound awkward. Like Yeah, I'm sure. You would almost forget how to say it and wonder if you were saying it correctly or not. Huh. And be unsure as to whether it actually was the correct word now. I'll watch you play that game. Um, maybe. You should experience it. I'm not going to do vu. it. Uh, déjà rêvé. Déjà rêvé is French for already dreamt. And uh, it's the feeling of having already dreamed something you are now experiencing. It's just still a feeling. Oh, okay. It's obviously not science. I haven't. I don't know if I've had that feeling. But I never have, have ever, either. Have you ever had the feeling? I don't really that you, remember many of my dreams at all. Have you ever had the feeling that you woke up from a dream and you felt like you weren't remembering a dream you had that night, but you were remembering oh. a dream you had from like a week ago? Especially, well, especially when I was a kid, I had, I had like sequels to dreams that happened like weeks or months later. Oh, interesting. Okay, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool though. Um, that's so interesting. Yeah. It was like with the same made up characters that were all skateboarders that like, uh, just like happened to be in a dream that happened like months or weeks earlier. That's so funny. Yeah. There's no set theory on why dreaming happens. Like there's we'll, argument over yeah, it. We'll eventually do an episode on dreams, um, but we that doesn't mean we can't. But like basically it it's, 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 it's your prefrontal cortex your non-reptilian brain attempting because it's cut off from outside sensory information it's attempting to make sense of the little input it's getting which is basically background noise from your reptilian yeah. brain and it's attempting to make sensory input what it's used to processing out of that background noise 
and that's where your dreams come from. That's okay. my favorite theory so far. That's a fun one. Um, but that's all I got about Deja Vu. You got anything else you want to talk about Deja Vu? Uh, no. See, the thing about Deja Vu for me is I don't actually remember Deja Vu re- events after the fact. It seems profound and weird when it's happening. Oh, yeah. But then right after the fact, I forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I haven't really had a deja vu experience for, I mean, at least, like, maybe 10 years. I have them every once in a while, like a blue moon. I Not for months. Yeah. Alicia was just really saying it happens to her all the time, and I was like, all the time? For a long amount of time? She's like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if that's good. Because we were just really talking about how, oh. like, how, like, the prolonged type is, like, the uh, more dangerous... Not another thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, That's it for this episode. (laughs) You satisfied with that ending? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations or leave a review on iTunes. Likely we got a bunch of things wrong. And if you want to tell me about it or you just want to bullshit, hit me up at DexplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations or comment on the Instagram. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do an episode about it. About it. <laughs> David, he's dancing lately. Oh, and as for you, I've always loved you. Bye now. Bye <laughs> now.